Welcome to Rock Talk, the podcast where a couple of jabronis get to know the movie roles of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Jordan Rummel, joined as always by my good friend and co-host Charlie Guile. Charlie, how you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to delve into these applications with you. We are going to apply live on air for Dwayne Johnson's new fitness-based reality show, The Titan Games, and we have until later this month to apply so we figure why not just get the ball rolling now because if there's one thing that charlie and i should be doing it's participating in fitness-based reality shows (laughs) well i'm hoping that it somehow like combines like american ninja warrior with survivor i'd be really big into yeah well for me specifically i want the survival part of that i would be better at that clearly (laughs) (laughs) i'm scared a lot the description that this thing has in is you know testing competitors' physical strength, also our our mental and emotional endurance. Right. Those are three things I don't know how good mine are. Like, <laughs> I don't. Well, how do you test somebody's heart? <laughs> like, it's... what are the metrics for that? Are we talking like beats per minute, or are they like gonna like? Is this gonna be like a Red Sparrow thing where they put you through like the worst trauma of your life and see how you come out right. on the other side? I need to be tested. I need to face my fears. I don't know. Ooh, I like your fear of ghosts. I'd quit. I <laughs> I tell you right now, I'm not suited. I'm not suited for any challenge that involves ghosts. Can't handle it. It's gonna be bench pressing and ghosts. That's basically Ooh. what it is. And for me, it's like the ocean. So they're gonna just throw yeah. me down in shark, the shark infested waters of Puffin Island. And they're gonna. He's gonna have you blindfolded, and it's gonna just be suddenly. He's like, "All right, Charlie, time to face your fear." He's gonna open a door. Surprise! You're in a helicopter. The ocean is just miles below you, and you plummet. I get shoved out. It'll be like the uh, beginning of Man vs. Wild, where he always like skydives out of a helicopter. Oh but yes! Instead, they're gonna be hovering like thirty feet over the water, and I won't have a parachute. Right, but you'll you'll end up drinking the same amount of your pee yeah. as that guy ends. Well, up that's doing. what you do right off the bat. <laughs> You have to establish dominance amongst yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we really don't know too much about this show, but there is a promotional video that maybe we should give a quick listen to, uh, even though there's not much to it. Shattering expectations, unlocking potential, succeeding in ways no one thought was possible. I'm not talking about pro athletes. I'm talking about you. The Titan Games are coming to NBC. And if you're willing to rise to the challenge, to put in the work, to take your excuses and beat them out of existence, then you might just have a spot on the team. My team. Join me. A revolution is coming. Titans aren't born. They're made. Okay, so it it does seem oddly inspirational, but it still doesn't tell us what this show is going to be like at all. Yeah, and I have a lot of kind of qualms with this promo video. Qualm it up. First qualm, the noises he's making. <laughs> well, especially Don't in like an audio them. format, it does it is a little bit jarring. It's gross and I don't like it. And my second qualm is the fact that he says one of the parameters of being on this competition is if you're willing to take your excuses and beat them into existence, maybe you can have a spot on my team. I just feel like maybe I'm going to be at a really big disadvantage here because I feel like I've built my life around excuses to get out of stuff. (laughs) 
And even now, I feel like I'm already making excuses. Like, I feel like it's like, going to be really hard for me. that's a big really part of your personality. You'd have to be giving up a part of yourself. And that's, I don't know if I'm ready to do that, but for Dwayne Johnson, I guess I'm willing to try. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally get it. But he also is, is talking about, like, breaking down barriers. So it kind of seems almost like a biggest loser thing. So maybe we are ripe for this. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I think we should just um, get onto the application. We're going to just kind of walk through it. There are some real gems of questions in <laughs> some here. Some good stuff. I don't know if either of us have ever considered. One off the bat, you know, asked you for like a lot of your basic vitals. You know, just your gender, uh, your address, this whole thing. It asks you for your height so without shoes. So Seriously. heteronormative to ask me my gender. <laughs> <laughs> Very cis mindset, whoever went into this. <laughs> For on page one, though, the question that strikes me the most is list all aliases, professional stage <laughs> names, etc. Which I don't know if we have one, but we need them for this competition. I I imagine for a competition like this, you need to have an alias. Yeah, like um, um, you know, my Xbox name is Lacroix Boy, so I might just put yeah. that. Let's just that's strong. Yeah. And it also it points to one of your biggest strengths. Drinking, drinking carbonated, carbonated beverages. <laughs> right off the bat, they people know what you're about and That's why true. to fear you. But he's gonna have he's gonna have me like cut that out like day one. Enough of that, it's rotting your gums. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. He's gonna probably make people eat healthy stuff too, huh? Alright, well we'll save and continue. LaCroix boy for me. Do you have one? Yeah, you can be LaCroix boy. I'm gonna be Storm Bear. Storm Bear, ooh. Yeah, no backstory. I have no reason for it, but it sounds so cool, and no one will mess with me. And also, I will have such cool merchandise. Storm yeah, that would be Bear. really good stuff. Uh, on the next page, we have a really great question. Uh, number four, it says, if you are a free runner, entertainer, actor, performer, or personal trainer, what additional jobs, occupations do you, that you have to provide a source of income, no matter how small? So what if, like, I say that I was a free runner, but I did it for a kid's birthday party as a favor? Do I have to report that? Right. You're like a pro bono parkour expert. <laughs> you just go around bringing joy to people through your free running. Oh, you know who basically is a pro bono parkour expert? Daredevil. Ooh. Well, there you... I mean, look, this is going... To me, you're already halfway there once you then admit... If you have an alias and you say that you do free running for free. You're a superhero. Yeah, that's it. So that those are the questions to weed out the superheroes. <laughs> that's well, that's part of my other question for this entire reality show. Is Dwayne Johnson looking to mold ordinary people into extraordinary versions of themselves or does he want to take amazing people and kind of like cut them down a notch like like, what is the aspect here to lift people up or to like, like to bring people, I guess it's not to bring people down. I don't know what kind of, yeah, it wouldn't be much of an exciting show. To, but it's a 10 episode less- series. So how much progress can they expect somebody to make in 10 episodes? Maybe that's going to be the hook. Maybe it is a biggest loser type thing. But a couple of questions down we have, what's the worst job you ever had? And for me, it has to be. Um, when I was in high school, senior before my senior year of high school, I worked at this pizza place that was so sketchy. Like, definitely a front for the mob. Um, no. 
But any, anyway, when I was being trained, I accidentally screwed something up, and one of the owners grabs me by my shirt collar and says, you're effing up the family recipe. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this the job, is this the same job that you had a ketchup incident? No, that was different. That was when I worked at a burger place, uh, and I broke an industrial five-pound bag of ketchup on my first day, and I had to clean That's it up, the... and it scarred me to this day. Uh, the smell of ketchup still makes me a little bit nauseous. It's just so gross to think of you like swimming and all that. It's so hot. <laughs> it's so great to think of you yeah. among that ketchup. Oh, gosh. Um, what about you? What's yeah, your worst job? Well, worst job, it's got to be most difficult job, most taxing job in terms of my emotional, mental, uh, physical stability. I worked in local government for a year running the communications department, um, but also pretty much serving as the like on-ground constituent services rep as well. The things I had to do for this job... Oh, I remember inc- them well because we lived together at the time. It Yes, you witnessed firsthand kind of my deep dive into uh, instability. Um, <laughs> things got pretty rough. When our crazy next-door neighbor was able to get your cell phone number, that's when things really took a turn. Yes, that... Miss uh, Miss Shirley really made life difficult for me, but and probably <laughs> we had the to worst shovel the incident. whole block. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hashtag you know Ward Four proud. That was when um, we almost burned down our place because <laughs> we accidentally leaving. left the stove on, and then we come back after shoveling for like four hours, and our entire apartment is smoky. That All I know bad. is the Sunday morning where Miss Shirley sent her niece over <laughs> to um, six six in the morning on a Sunday woke me up. Um, I went over to her house, and the only thing that Miss Shirley had to say to me was, "You are a plantation owner." <laughs> she just called me over to insult me. Yeah, well, at you know, seven o'clock on a Sunday. But <laughs> at least she's not talking about you behind your back, right? That's true. I, I get it. She gives it to me from the front, <laughs> <laughs> all sides, which are which are terms I don't like using for elderly neighbors. But you know, had to be done. I'm putting a podcast host for that free runner question. That's good. Yeah. Well, see, when we finally make a connection with him, he's going to wish we were on his show. But maybe this is maybe this is going to be it. Maybe this is when we finally meet him. Right. This is the connection right here. That's how this all ends, right? It ends with you, me, Dwayne Johnson, and three tequila shots. <laughs> and he offers us a job at Seven Bucks Productions, even though Ugh. you know we've kind of talked some trash about him in the past. He want he needs to have people on his team willing. To look him in the eye and tell him the hard truths. That's true. He doesn't need a bunch of yes men. That's how you end up with Baywatch. Um, exactly. Let's see. Step four, we got background. Have you ever appeared on any television, game show, reality shows, commercials, or films? Ooh, I have, but only as an extra in a Which movie. Which reality? Called... What were you? What were you in? What movie were you an extra in? Ooh, well, okay. So I was an extra in a movie called Rudderless that shot at my university. Uh, it had William H. Macy and Selena, Selena Gomez in it. What? The, yeah, there's like a school shooting scene that was filmed on my campus, and I'm an extra in that. Let's see. And then I was also, me and my sister were on an episode of American Idol because they came to Oklahoma City, and my sister tried out, and I went with her. And they brought us Are you to the, one of the people they interview in line? Uh, so they like, they made my sister sing, but my whole job there was like get my sister more noticed. So- Having a kind of background in TV, I'd try to make conversation with the producers that were going around with the cameraman, 
and you know you start talking to them and get them to interview my sister or whatever you kind of get their name in your head when it came time to shoot like the big crane shot with ryan seacrest where he's like this is american idol crane goes up shows the whole crowd they needed some like interesting people up front and they took me and my sister from the middle of the line and brought us all the way up front we we got to talk to ryan seacrest a little bit in between the, the takes and things like that it was my sister's birthday but it also happened to be his girlfriend's birthday so they talked a little bit about that oh my god we need to f- i need to find this clip i have a still from it somewhere give it to me <laughs> what about you have you ever been on anything like that i was in one film uh it was a college production over at george mason university i was cast in it when i was about nine years old uh, it was called tiny little crevice in the back of your mind basically the movie's premise uh, is a guy who gets into a car crash and then relives his entire life uh, in like a one-minute frame, but in that last second before he dies in the car crash. That's exactly and, Jacob's Ladder. Well, you know, this is uh, George Mason. <laughs> I, I was actually, This was actually Jacob's Ladder before Jacob's Ladder was even Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> but basically, I played the younger version of the main character. Oh. Uh, young, young Jeff was so how- my official billing. <laughs> wow. Do you look anything like the guy that played you back then? I mean, I'll have to find you a picture. <laughs> the main character definitely had more of like a, like an actual movie actor look going on. Oh, okay. Um, they did nail... Well, uh, don't sell we yourself have... short. I've seen those modeling photos that you have. Emerson's next top male model. <laughs> Sexiest guy around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but besides that, I haven't been on anything... I've I've wanted to be on Survivor for a long time. Yeah. So this this is really the chance to do something like that. Let's see. The next question we have here is I've never been played to play a sport, so that's a no, but did you ever get paid to play Quidditch? I'm glad you brought Quidditch up, Charlie. <laughs> I did not get paid though I should have been. Uh, <laughs> and then you the never quality. made the National Olympics team in Quidditch either? Cuz that's the next question. Um, well, they've called they've called i i imagine as soon as quidditch becomes a national olympic sport i'll get the call when they look at achievements of quidditch athletes i'm sure that they count my emerson college senior boylston berserkers championship very high (laughs) i actually think i just got crushed by this application because the next question after the olympics team is uh basically you have to um spell out any relationships with either the production company or NBC Universal. And I'm staff for NBC Universal here in DC. So yeah, because I'm going to put that down. Hopefully that doesn't preclude me from participating. For me here, it says, yeah. And it says, I have to consider whether I've known anyone. Oh no. Oh no. Did I just <laughs> cancel it? Wow. Did I just preclude both of us from, well, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to leave it in the producer's hands. And I'll make. Uh, I'm just gonna write Charlie in the blank. So I'll, I'll let them know, figure out what that know means. Who I'm <laughs> Do you? But yeah. But I think Charlie. The real question comes in at right after that, which really could could make or break our application. Can you swim? Uh, I can. I won't drown immediately. <laughs> anyway, I am not a great swimmer. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, I'm probably a two. Well, if you're a two. I don't. I really don't know if I can swim. I don't know. I'm nervous about that question because they snuck it in at the bottom of this page. Yeah. In a place that doesn't really make any sense. Well, and then the next page of the application is really where things get interesting. This is where you put like your sob story, 
that they really like on reality shows. Uh, you got describe your home life. What is your proudest non-athletic achievement overall? Oh, got a lot of those. That's what is where... the most difficult, devastating, non-athletic thing you've ever gone through? Well, you and I were playing Fortnite the other night, and we got taken out. Yeah, you know, I, as number, number two, two team. So I think I'm gonna put that. I got number two in Fortnite the other day. All right, that may not. Play I wonder. That well. I wonder if the most devastating non-athletic thing I've ever gone through. If I can just type in excessive hair and just <laughs> let that stand on its own swamp ass yes <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good uh what was your upbringing like how did that influence you who has had the most impact on your life i'm gonna go with oh sylvester stallone excellent or no hold say, on, that's a trick question i'm just gonna say Dwayne. yeah i'm not i'm not, I'm not letting them get yeah <laughs> Dwayne Johnson ever heard of him. <laughs> what would we be surprised to know about you? Is this where we put the podcast? This could be podcast. I feel like I've already put the podcast at like four different questions so well, far. Well, yeah, but they're going to really have to know. They're going to know that that's how devoted you are. <laughs> the next question's amazing, too. Tell us something about yourself that we wouldn't know just by looking at you. I think I'm going to put enlarged heart. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Because they wouldn't be able to tell that just by looking at me. There's nothing they can. I'm a I'm a closed book. I don't think they can tell anything about me. I am. Uh, <laughs> they can't read you at all. I keep all my cards close to the chest. Amiibo I collection. My my Nintendo. <laughs> I have a Nintendo Switch. There you go. That'll work. The next one can get we can get real weird with. Do you have any interesting or unique collections? Hmm. That's um, well, action figures for you. You're st- you have like a deep collection of the Star Wars action That's figures. It's not that deep. It's just the Force Awakens line, and then I have those <laughs> Seinfeld figures. Basically, anytime anyone goes to my work office, they have questions immediately. You have a Danny DeVito cutout collection that you sent me. Yeah. So what happened is Jordan just said, "Hey, I'm sending you something to your office," and he didn't tell me what it was. Sure enough, it comes in. It's like a four foot tall or three foot tall. Danny DeVito, like present day Danny DeVito cardboard stand up. It's crazy. <laughs> what are your non athletic hobbies? Hmm. Do people Most ever underestimate them. you? How does that make you feel? Constantly. That's what, exactly what I was typing right now. How it drives my every move. What was the most shocking event or thing that's ever happened to you? Wow. I'll say there was one when I was in high school. Um, I for what I forget what I well so let me preface this by saying my family uh, adopted a deaf dog a couple years ago and so one afternoon I was lying in bed with my f- parents deaf dog I was listening to music on headphones my dog was going was taking a little nap um, apparently we had a fire alarm go off in the house and it wasn't until the fire trucks arrived on the premises and were in the house that I had any idea what was going on. And I thought that was just, you know. <laughs> they just like walk into your room like, hey. Yeah, they're like, you need to get out of here, man. And I said, <laughs> well, whoa, fire dudes. <laughs> I have a couple of different things. And one of them actually happened recently when you were in town. I ended up going over to your parents' house. I walk in the door. You guys had already eaten dinner, but you set up, you know, a place setting for me. I walk in to a to a place setting. There was a plate with a single almond. And what I discovered were... Your dead dog's ashes. 
Were you not grateful for your meal? <laughs> I serve you my dead dog, and you have nothing but negativity. This to is say. a true story. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Let's see. Here we go. We have. Have you ever been considered a hero? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna put. We all have a hero inside of our hearts. That's good, and it's true. Okay. Our enlarged hearts. <laughs> Uh, oh, what are three words that your friends would use to describe you? Oh, this is good. Well, I don't like because this assumes we have friends outside of each other, which, first <laughs> of all, is a stretch. How do you what do you do to ensure you win is a very uh, scary question to me. Yeah. Tell us about your competitive spirit. I guess see, I guess I my guess, answer would be anything. Yeah, anything. I mean, I I play dirty if if I have to. Ooh, the Titan games are very challenging and require significant strength, speed, and skill and endurance. So that gives us a little clue. So yeah, it does look like they're looking for honed athletes right now, rather than people to be turned into titans. But I don't like that. Anyone can be a titan. Right. Exactly. I have I have it in me to be a titan. <laughs> I like this question 11. What would we what would we be surprised to know about you athletically? I'm going to put I'm faster than I look. <laughs> you are quick. It's those long legs. Yeah. Tell us something that your athletic ability and limitations that we wouldn't know just by looking at you. This is the second question where they're like actively practicing prejudice. I also don't have all these like hidden qualities and th- like I don't have no, I, no tricks I try not to sleep. like yeah, I'm not hiding my skills from people. I don't live in because a I have my so daily few life. Of them, right, that I have <laughs> to really trumpet them. Uh, what would we do with the prize money? That's a good question. I probably purchase a new box set of the Fast and Furious because right now mine doesn't include eight. In it. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be really nice. I feel like I don't know. I would be pretty selfish with it. I'd spend it just on me. I'm not, you know, looking for world peace or something like that. I'm no Elon Musk trying to, you know, increase the limitations of the human race. That's the end. We have to sign a disclaimer for to uh, let them agree to use our likeness and photos and stuff like that. Then we have to select. That's, and that is finally where our strengths come in. <laughs> Once they see these mugs. Yeah. But we have good. to. But we will be competing as a pair. Right. That's the part that I don't know how clear we've made it. I've, I've mentioned your name about I've answered with just Charlie at least four times on this application. That's true. Let me, I need to go back and make it clear to them that I don't think that you or I could stack up to these supreme athletes. But together, the two of us might make up one normal human boy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, at least in things like emotional intelligence and physicality, <laughs> uh, all that good stuff. I think you're right. Basic human achievement, yeah. Even just communicating with other people, <laughs> generally speaking. What do you think our odds are of getting picked to compete in the Titan games? You know, I think that we have compelling stories, first of all. And I think that uh, reality TV, I think television and media in general needs more white males. I think this is, I think honestly, we're, we're really the exact people they're looking for. Oh, if for I had sure. to like narrow it down to one sentence version of this would be, we're the perfect people for this reality show. 
If you are interested in applying for the Titan Games and joining Charlie and I uh, on this once-in-a-lifetime NBC reality show, you have until April 14th to apply. Uh, the application can be found at www.titangamescasting.com application. So submit yours today and join us uh, to become real Titans. And join Jordan and I next week when we talk about the amazing, the classic, the best sequel, question mark, that Dwayne Johnson's ever been in, non-Fast and Furious category. Be cool. We'll see you then, jabronis. (laughs) 